0: Guess what? What? It is the new fucking year. <gasps> it is the new a fucking new year. year. A new you. That's right. That's right. God damn! Can what are you your, believe it? What are your resolutions? I don't have a single fucking one. Nice. I've given up. How nice. about you? I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's I got I got nothing. I'm going to stop lying to myself and I'm just going to eat the whole fucking cake, you know. Oh, I've been doing that the last couple of weeks. It's great. That's yeah. why the shirt's real baggy. You know, <laughs> we're just going to go for comfort. Fuck it. I'm happy in my skin sack. It's Are really you. <laughs> I am, too. It's really cold right now. So I feel like I need an extra layer. You know, yeah. maybe like beef up for summer. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to be caught too cold. I don't think I'll ever be hot again. By the way, I've had like a whole week of vacation and I have slept every day. God damn it. All day. That sounds wonderful. And then like at two, I'm like, I should get up because I have to get the kids soon. And then I fall back asleep. Oh my God. I want that. Why am I so tired? Because you have two kids and this is the first time you've rested in five years. Oh my God. It's insane. (laughs) It's insane. But the worst part is it's been so cold and rainy in San Diego feels so bad for us. Mm-hmm. So like when I crawl in bed after sending the kids off to daycare in the morning, I crawl back in bed and it takes me like an hour to warm back up. Oh, my God. Well, Atrocious. Uh, I know. I'm like, yeah. I can't do it with my own body heat because my own body heat isn't warm enough. Yeah. So anyway, Erin, do you want to give me your goddamn? Uh, yeah, sure. So baby girl it on the floor again. No. <laughs> oh, my God. What's up with your life and poop? I don't know, man. I don't it's know, just coming out of every yeah. orifice. Well, this time or butthole, she was in the shower and oh okay, it, oh yeah. no, not again. Yeah, yeah, she was but in the shower tile, and I had turned off the water because I was like, mm, shower's done here, shower's closing over. up shop. Yeah, let's get out of here. And she was like crouched down, playing with something still, and then she starts going like looking at me, and her face turned red, and I was like, "Are you no, pooping?" No, no, no. And she was like no. And I was like, like, (laughs) no, 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 don't poop, don't poop. Like, let's get on the toilet because now let's fucking potty train, right? Yeah. So then I, like, picked her up and she stopped pooping and then she, as I picked her up, she went, ow. And I was like, "Mm, that's probably fine. And then I put her on the toilet and I was like, okay, like, now poop, you know. Ah, Yeah, well, ah, here you are. Do it. And then she was like, I'm all done. And I was like, okay, that didn't work. Like, I guess I, you know, cut it short and it sucked back into her body or something. She's fucking prairie dogging it. Yeah. And so then I took her off the toilet and turned around, and there was fucking poop on the floor. No! How? How did I you get poop I, on the floor? I think when I had picked her up, I didn't watch her butt, and so I think <laughs> when I picked her up, it was, like, stuck between her cheeks You're still. You like, leaving cookie crumbs? Yeah, and it was just a freaking poop on the floor, and then I had to pick that up. all turd like, nuggets? Damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. Has yeah. she pooped in the potty yet? No. No, mine hasn't either, so I no. guess we're on par for that. Yeah. I mean, she's still... She's only two. She would just turn two. So. I don't even remember when we did our older ones. It's like it just happened. He was three. Yeah. Mine was three, at least. I remember, like, fucking bribing him with so much Disneyland. Like, you mm-hmm. poop on the potty. You, you don't so even know. This Disneyland. place called Disneyland is amazing. And then he pooped on the potty, and then fucking COVID hit. And I was like, well, well there might not be a Disneyland <laughs> when we get out of this whole thing. It survived. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. The apocalypse didn't take it down. Yeah. Well, I just bribed back and with, like, the dollar... Toys at Target. Yeah. And stickers. Yeah. Yeah. That works, too. Yeah. Okay, do you want to hear my goddamn? I would love to. I got the people's elbow to the (sighs) eye today by my husband. Oh, no. Fucking... He, like, tapped it first and then dropped Are you on sure? <laughs> Are you sure you didn't hit a wall or fall down some stairs? I am legit surprised I don't have a black eye. Let me paint the fucking story for you, yes. okay? Like I said, when I'm sleeping, I'm a bitch. I don't know why all day today I've been bitchy. I just have. I know it. I feel it. I've been trying to tamper it. Yeah. But sometimes you just gotta be a bitch, yeah. right? Sometimes, sometimes it happens. Sometimes people earn earn it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I was still trying to, like, reel it in, whatever. Everything's okay. We're cool. So I'm pretty sure he did it on purpose is what I'm telling you. (laughs) He's like, "Mm, this is for yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we said earlier. Uh, Yeah, I don't even remember. I was going to go take a shower and we're like, let's go get a Starbucks. This is going to be great little date thing before we go pick up the fucking kids. It wasn't even a date thing. It's like I need caffeine. Let's go get a Starbucks. And so the deal was I had to shower first because I fucking need to be presentable. And Mm -hmm. so I was walking by him and I was like, I'm going to go hop in the shower. And he threw up his hand like a high five. And I was like, fuck yeah, high five. And I high fived him. And the last thing I recall is our hands (laughs) connecting in a beautiful high five. And then all of a sudden, my glasses were bashed into my face, fell on the ground, and my eye was throbbing. And I couldn't open it. And I was just holding it. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? And he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, and, like, hugging me. And I was like, you know when you stub your toe and it takes a minute? Yeah. I was doing that. And I was like, did you just high five me in the face? Like, what the fuck happened? I thought he, like, hit my hand and still kept going and, like, whacked me in the face. Yeah. And when we picked up my glasses off the floor, it looked like there was a giant palm print on my glasses. He swears up and down. What had happened was, is he high-fived me, and then he went to, like, go over my head to, like, high-five the butt as I walked on by. And somehow in the process, I walked into his elbow. (laughs) It's my fault. Obviously, obviously, yeah. I kept going. I didn't stop for the ass tap. Whatever. Closed your fucking mouth. (laughs) If I just would have closed my fucking mouth and stayed still, I could have got a sweet tap on the ass instead (laughs) of a fucking people's elbow in the eye with my glasses on instead of a fucking concussion. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. My and as we were standing there, he's like trying not to laugh, but he's like, "Your eyes getting really red." (laughs) Like I have sensitive skin, so like you barely touch it, but I got fucking socked in the eye with an elbow. Which is the hardest part of your body, right? That's what they teach you. Yeah. Oh my god! So like it was all red, and then after the shower, I was being careful not to extra rub it or anything because I don't want it to get bruised. Like Dylan bruised me in the other fucking eye, (laughs) like a month ago. I didn't want a black eye again, so I was being real careful. Maybe you should just be careful what you say. (laughs) Yeah. Watch your fucking mouth. Okay, here's fucking. This is so fucked up. We're walking through Costco. And I kept blinking and losing my vision for half a second. (gasps) And I was like, I really got socked in the eye. Like, this isn't good. It's fine now. So I'm sure everything is probably just like a fuzzy in my eye and I was being all dramatic. But like Mm -hmm. you didn't want to tell the people in Costco. (laughs) Turns out I could take a fucking mean elbow to the eyeball. It's from when he hit me earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't fall. He fucking hit me. I didn't fall. Oh, my God. If he ever listens to this, he's going to feel so bad. I'm not clumsy. He should. <laughs> he should. He felt pretty bad. I'm not abused. Don't worry. But shit, man. Now that I touch my eye, it still kind of hurts. Mm. Let's see if it's going to be bruised tomorrow. Tomorrow is our New Year's, guys. It's already past your New Year. It is yeah. your New Year now. It is not New Year's Day. No, it's, it's the, day, the after. day after. Yeah. Anyway... Do you want to hear my story this week, Erin? I want... Nothing else. Well, guess what? It's episode 170-something. Three. 173. I want you to open my present. Oh, let's do it right now, and then we'll read my okay. story. Okay. Okay, guys. Erin got me a present. I got <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> it's for Christmas. I didn't get you anything. You no, that's a-, a lie. I did. I got you a candle. You got me a candle. Okay. Um, I'm guessing it's a, a shirt. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's-, it's got a clip. I've already done some feeling. Uh-huh. It's not that exciting, but I'm just super excited about it. I'm super <laughs> excited. What do you mean it's not that exciting? I got a gift. It's a Ziploc bag. Uh-huh. That's what I thought was a clip. That was the clip. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, Oh, it is it. Oh, it is it. It's a goose. Uh, it's a goose. Oh, my coffee. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <gasps> so far, it's a heart that I can move. Can I wear this? Yes. It also unzips. Don't worry. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out Oh my God, what is going to be in this heart? Aaron. 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 Okay, first of all, guys, it's just a red heart, but it's got those sequins that you brush a certain way, and I cannot fucking wait to see what picture is going to reveal itself. Oh no, I went the wrong way. Is he. (laughs) It's Aaron's face. I've been waiting for months. I am wearing this everywhere. Are you fucking kidding me? This is my New Year's outfit tomorrow. <laughs> you guys, it's Erin's crazy face. She's making a crazy face. Oh man. You are my favorite human in this world. It made me so happy. Oh my god. Oh so my dope. god. I'm wearing this tomorrow. It's perfect. I don't <laughs> tell anyone what I you won't. about me. I won't. Oh my god. It's so this is really comfy. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Can't wait to wear this all the time, everywhere I go. So, you know, it's like a gift for me. Yeah, Yeah, so you can see you. Mm -hmm, So that everyone knows that you are mine. (laughs) This one's taken. This best friend is taken. I don't think they'll ever question it. Mm Mm-mm. Oh, God, you're ridiculous. Okay, so this week, Mm -hmm. for episode 173, Mm -hmm. starting off the new year. Yep. Starting it off right. This is an episode that I have owned... I almost said owned, that mm-hmm. <laughs> I've owed a listener for a very, 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 very long time. Oh. Like since the beginning of our podcast, I'm pretty sure I've been promising Jonathan or Napoleon. I don't even know his fucking name. Napoleon. It's Napoleon. It's always Napoleon. Mm-hmm. I have been promising that we would do this episode. I even fucking bought the documentary on like Amazon Prime or oh, whatever. Shit. I said, oh, shit. you spent oh, spending shit. money. Yeah, money. I, I committed. And then I never wrote it up. And then the documentary fucking expired, whatever. Oh, no. And it's really hard to find anything online. Well, today I did it. I fucking did it. I watched the documentary again. I did all the research. And this week, I'm going to tell you about William Gauntney. All right. Bum, Hell bum, yeah. Bum. Hell yeah. Tell okay. me about him. Fucking fair warning. There's a lot going on here. Stories kind of jump around. I did the best that I could to gather what I could in an order that made sense. So, buckle up, buckaroos. (laughs) Bear with us. Are we all ready? (laughs) Yep. We're going on a journey together. Yes, we are. Got him. Okay, so, January 1972, 13-year-old Richard Greiner, Mm -hmm. he goes missing after last being seen sledding down a hill at a local park in Peckin, Illinois. The okay. one. Sledding down a hill. Yeah, so must. it's January, so it's snowing. He was sledding down a hill in a local park, and Richard goes missing. That sucks. He was never seen again. Oh, God. And a body was never recovered. However, four years later, another little boy went missing under very similar circumstances, basically, I think, at the exact same park. So it's August 1976, and nine-year-old Mark Helmig, he lived in Peckin, Illinois, and he lived in public housing with his family. Okay. His home sat right across the street from some railroad tracks and a city park. Mm Mm-hmm. When he went missing, there was a fair going on at the park across the street, and he asked his mom if he could go, which Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure is just the 4-H fair, but I keep saying 4-H club because of that song, Earl's Gotta Die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, mm. Mm. Ah yes, Dixie chicks. hmm mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, so he wants to go to this fair, but his mom's like, No, you're not allowed to go. You're supposed to go to summer camp or what the fuck ever. So skilly do Marinky Dinky. And so Mark goes off to his summer camp, day camp, whatever. And instead he bails halfway through and runs away to the fair across the street and he attends the fair for the day. Oh shit. He's like, I'm not going to summer camp. He's nine? Mm. Mm-hmm. The shit starts at yeah. 9. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, back in the day, I guess. I guess. Who wasn't fucking keeping track at the summer camp? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, maybe he went there and then ran away. I was just assuming he just like was like, "Bye, mom," and then he didn't go. Go to summer camp. Yeah, he, he, went, he was like, "Okay, street. I'm definitely not going to do that." Yeah, for sure going to go mm. where I'm supposed to go. Mhm. So when the time came that Mark was supposed to come home, his mom got worried because he never showed up. Like nighttime rolled around, still no Mark. And she's like, what is going on? Oh no! So she calls the cops and immediately they began to search for missing Mark. He was missing for 23 days. Oh, my God. When his body was eventually found in a boxcar in a train yard in a nearby city. Oh, God. I know. So there were some workers, and they found what they had believed to be the body of a young boy, and they called the police right away. Yeah. The investigators arrive, and it was clear that the body had been there for several days because this little boy was so badly decomposed, and that it did look like a young boy, the body of a young boy. Yeah. They were able to determine that this was the body of Mark. And his missing persons case quickly turned to homicide. Oh, wait. Yeah. Was he alive for like 20 of those days? Mm, Okay. So you're talking like the 70s. Basically it's assumed that he was killed the same day he went missing. Okay. I don't think that there is like straight forensic evidence to directly correlate to that or at least I didn't read anything about that, but it's assumed that he was murdered the same day he went missing and it took them this long to find him. Okay. Basically like his body was discarded in a train yard and it wasn't until they used the train that they were like, "Wait, oh shit, there's, there's a body. somebody here." Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mhm. Oh, that's really sad. I know. Okay, so like I said in the earlier case that happened four years before with Richard Grainer, his body was never recovered or anything. It's literally still an open missing persons case. But everything was so similar, like he went missing at the exact same park and everything, that they really think that the cases are tied, like they're related, that the same person who committed this to Mark probably likely did the same thing to Richard. Okay, But it's still an open missing persons case. Like in this documentary, the detective was like, if you know anything about... Richard Grainer, who went missing, fucking calls up because we have some questions. But they still haven't found his body? They haven't found his body. Hmm. Oh, I should also mention that not only did it happen in the same park, but the boys lived like two blocks from each other, and they oh. disappeared 300 yards away from each other, just like four years apart. Yeah. Oh, that's really So sad. pretty fucking similar. In 1975, 13-year-old John Simpson and 12-year-old Jacob Schuber— we best friends who basically did everything together. On August 30th, both of the boys decided to attend the Nebraska State Fair. However, their family became super alarmed when neither of the boys returned home that evening. Mm. Both of the young boys, their bodies were discovered days after they had gone missing, but they were discovered two weeks apart. Oh. So a few days after they went missing, they find the first body, and then two weeks later, they find the second. Were they near each other? Uh, let's see. <laughs> we're going to learn together. Okay. Although the bodies were found at different times, it's suspected that the boys died on the same night by the same person. Yeah. Jacob was found in a drainage ditch on September 8th, face down, and was only a block away from the fairgrounds that he had gone missing at. Yeah. And John was found in a railroad hopper car on September 22nd. This hopper car had been parked close to the fairgrounds the whole time the boys had been missing. And it was only discovered when they went to go move the rail car. So, again, like, he was kind of discarded there, left Mm. there. That's why it took so long for them to find him. Oh, God. I know. So when they find him, they're, like, badly decomposed. But they found that the boys had been stabbed to death with some sort of object. Oh, no. But they didn't know exactly what. Like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, it's exactly a knife. Like, for sure, it's 100% a knife. They were just like, okay, something weird's going on. He was stabbed to death. Are they sexually assaulted? Yes, sometimes they are. So, again, there's not – I probably didn't do the right amount of research either. Like, I probably could have dug into each person's case to find all the details. But it's kind of a general consensus, like a very stable MO. You know, like yeah. little boys go missing. They're usually at the fairgrounds. They they come back and – or when they're discovered, their their remains are usually stabbed or beaten in some way. Oh, and God. the boys are sexually – molested or sodomized or something. Oh, that's really sad. It's not specified in each case if that happened, Mm -hmm. but this is kind of the general, like, what's going on here. Okay. All right. Now, the investigation that ensued when John and Jacob were discovered murdered, there were actually seven potential suspects. Oh. One person straight up confessed and was like, I killed those boys. I got to tell you some shit. I did some shit. Super secret time. Was me. Mm -hmm. Only they discovered that the guy who confessed was actually in prison at the time of their murder. So they were like, some doesn't add up. They're like, listen, I love the enthusiasm. Great. It looks great on you. I love it for this case, but it ain't working here. It's just not today. Mm -mm. It's just not today. Mm -mm. Another person said, like, basically, I could have done it. I don't really remember doing it, but like, I could have. (laughs) But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why these people were like uh, Could have been up. I don't know. You know, it sounds like something <laughs> that could have been done. Could have been. But I feel was like Was it Wednesday? <laughs> like I how about like... a hard no I need a lawyer? Yeah. No, no, yeah. they're just like mm, you know, that does sound like me sometimes, but <sighs> Possible. Possible. I just don't remember. Jacob, huh? No? Nope. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, right I thought it was more like a like a Mark. Samson. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck man oh god okay so whatever they had seven suspects but none of them they could actually tie to the murders or anything so Mm -hmm. it kind of goes cold I feel like the guy that could have done it also needs to be locked up for like you know yeah future reasons for like (laughs) yeah you seem to be a loose end. Preventative measures. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you're questioning that. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and jump in on this one and take <laughs> care of it now before it becomes a real problem later. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're just going to go ahead and get a head start <laughs> on your Could jail you time. just go ahead and slip these handcuffs on? <laughs> okay, okay. Why don't you just have a seat right over here? Okay, okay. Would you say your name was? I'm going to go ahead and book you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 Yeah, we're going to keep you on the radar. <laughs> Jesus. Lord. Okay, so before it goes cold, though, there was one kind of sort of lead that I read in a newspaper that I never read anywhere else. But I'm guessing this is before they really kind of knew what the murder weapon was. Mm -hmm. And close to the scene, they found a letter opener. And this letter opener, the handle was kind of unique. It had, like, depicted some woman in, like, a graduation cap and gown or something, which I thought was very ornate for a handle. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) So the police were like, hey, guys, it's so funny reading this article because they're like, we need fucking help. Like, yeah. We got to solve this. crime." They weren't their Poker face was zero. OK. Uh-huh. They weren't like, I don't know something you don't. <laughs> they were just like fucking help. <laughs> they were not keeping anything close to the chest. They no. were like, I don't know, guys. Do you guys know? <laughs> no. They're like fucking help 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 and so they're like guess what guys we think we might have found the murder weapon don't really know 100 percent. yeah but like it is sharp and it was by the body and it's unique so like hey does anybody recognize this letter opener it's got a very unique candle it's a person a graduation cap whatever surprisingly nobody stepped forward and was like that's my letter opener oh uh, yeah hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I thought I stabbed somebody with that. Thanks I for wasn't, bringing it back. I wasn't sure. It sounds like the people in this town are just drunk all the time. <laughs> Could have been me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But here's what's funnier. I don't know why I find this so fucking funny. But some people did step forward and be like, I got a spoon that looks like that. <laughs> the fuck? They're like, I used to have a letter opener. Had a cat on it. <laughs> You will not fucking believe it. My spoon looks just like that. I'm going to tell him. Like what? Okay. Why is that a decoration on a spoon? One. A, a person? Why is it on a letter opener? In a graduate. A, a graduation cap. Maybe it's a gift. Like now you can open your future paychecks using this letter opener now that you've graduated from college. But I mean, like a spoon? But was it a woman in a graduation? That's, thing? How do they know what? that? Good point, but I guess the hair was long, and we were judgy McJudger's back then. Okay. Maybe she had big old fucking knockers. I don't really know. <laughs> well, that's it's like, like an inappropriate letter you know, opener. <laughs> <laughs> you know, didn't your dad have one of those pens? My dad had one of those pens where, like, you write with it like this, and, like, her bathing suit's on, but if you turn it upside down, her bathing suit goes away, right? Was it one of those? I like, don't fucking That's a know. lady in a graduation cap. Look, women can do things, but it's the 70s. So like here's her tits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so fuck them. I don't know, but I just love that people are like, I got a spoon like that. And that Gertrude came forward and was like, you know what? <laughs> I've been meaning. It's been in the family for years. <laughs> been meaning to get around. It's to this. not sharp. It definitely wasn't the murder weapon. But I got a spoon like this. <laughs> what the fuck i don't know why i love that it's so like much. every old person ever Ugh. oh my so God. you're like oh wow yeah we took a plane out to fucking this place and they're like one time i rode a train and you're <laughs> yeah. like, okay oh, close <laughs> close you think the spoon murdered fucking poor jacob back there <laughs> not relevant <laughs> but thanks for telling me this has been a really great use of my time <laughs> <laughs> got a spoon <laughs> It looks just like that. Do so you think they're like receptionist person at the police station, who's <laughs> like, like, like a rookie ruckus- cop, was like, "God damn it." <laughs> Let me bring in the detectives. I don't know, <laughs> but I just love that they literally ask the public to, like, listen, I could never be a cop, so I'm not trying to hate. They're, like, trying to do the best they can, but, like, I just love that they're like, fuck, man, we think this is the weapon? Do you have one? Well, it's us as, like, old women who are listening to police scanners and being like, I can fucking internet search better than these people. <laughs> I'll solve this murder. Oh, my God. A graduation cap, you say? Mm. Let's check out this spoon. <laughs> What if? I wonder if that's like super easy to find now. You know, like go on Antiques Roadshow, and they're like this letter opener. Oh, <laughs> <gasps> once possibly. Well, spoiler alert: it's not the murder weapon, oh, but well, they were son looking it. for it for a while. Did the person who owned it finally come forward and be like, "Can I get that back?" No, I think somebody literally just dropped a letter opener because it's the fucking seventies, and that people can't use their goddamn finger. A little bunch of pussies running around, dude. <laughs> Did that escalate quickly <laughs> some feelings about letter, letter openers? <laughs> I, I condone the use of one, but I have never felt the need to own one, nor would I be walking around in the woods with one near a creek or near a fucking tr- railroad bed that I would leave near a murder scene and be like, fuck, oops. Drop my <laughs> I drop my-, drop my letter opener out there. Yeah, like what were you doing with it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a kid who had it, you know, because they're sharp, Oh, they semi- like a sharp. knife? Yeah and they're just playing with it and like oh, digging I shit. I would have done that. I would have done that. Cuz with I a letter opener, that. if you're yeah. digging and would have done that, yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I would have yeah. mm-hmm. 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 made bug soup with that. Mhm. That would have mixed really well with yep. it. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You could cut stuff with it. Mhm. Like ladybug ladybug heads, mhm, wings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you just Plants. fucking throw it over your shoulder next to that dead body. <laughs> <laughs> this won't throw anybody off Done here. <laughs> Good thing mom graduated. <laughs> Has anyone seen my cap and gown letter opener? It was very sentimental. Well, too bad it's being fucking held in goddamn evidence bag. Yeah. Anyway, so people were like, I got a spoon like that. And it wasn't the murder weapon. Surprise. hmm Okay, so now it's 1977. And 13-year-old Robbie Mann from Riverton, Illinois, goes missing. Goddamn. Everybody's going missing. I don't really know much around this disappearance, but 13 days after he's reported missing, his decomposed body was found in a local river. Mm. This river ran along some railroad tracks and his bike was found along the road near the river. Okay. Now, the railroad tracks kind of crossed the river like there was like a railroad bridge, Mm -hmm. one might call. And where his body was found, it almost seemed as if he had been thrown over the bridge. Okay. I feel like – I don't know if this is like a bad word now. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like it's, like, a hobo. Oh, they used the word hobo so much in this documentary. And I was Did like, they? I don't know if that's allowed. I don't even know what hobo was short for. For Homeless body. <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> H- homeless boy? Hobo? Ho- hobo. I don't know. I don't either. I always think of, like, Hoboken. Maybe they New just York. had a lot of, like, hobos in Hoboken. <laughs> and so then they were like, ah, it's one of them hobos. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if it's a bad word or not, but it is the name of a font, so... Mm. So it's got to be fine. You're allowed to say it. Okay, so they did use the word hobo a lot Mm -hmm. and transient, Mm -hmm. but I feel like a hobo needs to be on a train, you know? Like, I only think hobo when I think of, like, like, on a train. And they need, like, a stick with a bag at the end of it that they throw over their shoulder. That's red and polka-dotted. Yeah, and they need, like, clown makeup on and walking away very sadly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're thinking of the same hobo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, basically... That's who we're looking for? That's who we're looking for. All right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay. okay. According to this documentary that I watched. Twice okay. now. <laughs> That's what we're looking Paid for. for it twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So 13 days after Robbie goes missing, his body was found in the river. It was so badly decomposed that they couldn't determine the cause of death. Mm. But it did look as though he had been beaten up pretty good before Aww. you. And so like I said, it looked like he was tossed in the river. So he was beat yeah. up. Probably dead when they threw him over the rail into the river. Oh, that's really sad. He was in only his underwear. Mm. Actually, it wasn't that he was beaten up. I just read my note here. It was that he had been stomped to death (gasps) is what they determined. Like they couldn't, they didn't write it down as like a cause of death because he was so decomposed. But it looked as though he had been stomped to death. That doesn't sound fun. Oh my God, that sounds awful. In case you're wondering my stance on that. Was it believed? It was believed that he had been stabbed to death and then just like tossed, perhaps out of a rail car over a bridge onto the river to grandmother's house. We go. (laughs) Jesus, that sucks. So now we're in Bloomington Normal, Illinois, and it's 1978. Okay. And the remains of a badly decomposed boy was found in a brushed over area near some railroad tracks. Again, it was quickly determined to be the body of missing 14-year-old boy by the name of Marty Lancaster. Mm-hmm. The decomposition of his body was so bad that dental records had to be used to identify him. Aww. Now, Marty Lancaster had last been seen the first week of July in 1978, and he was leaving his house riding his bike to go fishing at a location which was close to the railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. On the handlebars of his bike was some fishing stringer. So, like, if he caught a fish, he could fucking string him up, right? Okay. When Marty was found, it was evident that this fishing stringer was used to tie his hands behind his back. Oh, my God. Investigators later found his bike laying in the stream near Lake Bloomington, like, where he was going to go fishing. So somebody came along and fucking scooped him up and did some bad things, tied him up with the fishing stringer. And left him for dead. That's fucked up. Closer to where they had found Marty's body, police found like a mini camp like area <gasps> suggesting to your hobo theory here, yeah. right? Yeah. There was some chili cans where somebody had spent the night or they had at least stopped to eat and ate something there. Like made a little campfire. Okay. Yeah. Chili cans. That's Yeah. Perfect 100%. hobo scent Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Did he also have a shoe with one toe sticking out? (laughs) (laughs) Flopping around. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And like a hat with the top part kind of bent off. Yeah. Yeah, flapping around. Probably. Fingerless gloves. Yes, and they're frayed on the thumbs especially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to tell you about another boy, 11-year-old Jay Durnell. I'm done. Yeah, I know. I know. There's actually a lot. I didn't even talk about all of them. That makes me really sad. The little I know. Kids. I know. So, Jay Donnell, like I said, he was an 11 year old boy from Omaha who was murdered. And the police suspected that whoever had been murdering all these other little boys also had murdered Jay. Yeah. Jay's body was pulled from a river with his hands tied behind his back, mm-hmm. much like Marty Lancaster. His death was caused by blunt force trauma to the head. And Jay's autopsy shows that the murder weapon was half round. And a sharp object that was five centimeters across and two and a half centimeters deep with a flat handle. Okay. On May 20th, 1979, 12-year-old Jack Hanran, who lived in Topeka, Kansas, disappeared from his neighborhood. Ten days later, Jack's remains were found discarded in a local creek bed, and it was evident that the child had been molested prior to his death. Okay, hold on. Yep. Do we know what the fuck that tool was? Oh, I'm going to tell you. Okay, good. I'm just giving you the little bits as they rolled in. Okay, So okay. they're like, I don't know. what This is a weird fucking thing, but he was hit with something. Yeah, and just so long as long as we're going to circle back to that. We're going to circle Because I was back. like, that makes no sense. And then he moved on, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that supposed to make sense? Uh-oh. No. <laughs> we're going to circle back to that. But just remember, these boys are popping up. They don't know the murder weapon. They're yeah. bludgeoned to death half the time. And then we have one case where, like, they actually have measurements and the object is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the year is 1979. And the police are trying to still solve the murder of Mark Helmig, the boy who skipped camp
1: and went okay. missing, the mm-hmm. very
0: first guy I told you about. Mm-hmm. Second. second. Well, yeah, technically second. But I guess full, first full story I really went in on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so they're still trying to solve that murder and they put out a big bulletin to all the nearby police departments asking if anybody had any similar cases where these boys went missing on state fairgrounds or nearby railroad tracks, basically hit like the key parts of this case and threw it out there. And holy shit, they got blown up because all every boy I just told you, plus many more that I didn't even mention, they were all popping up dead. Oftentimes they had gone to the fair before they went missing, and then they were found in like box cars or near near the railroad tracks, near a river, like very similar mos. Is he a Carney? Is that a bad word? I don't know., I don't know what you're allowed to say anymore, but I'm okay with Carney, okay. Anyway, anyway, do you guys want to continue hearing about this story? I do. Okay. I know I do. I know I'm hanging on the edge of my seat. So the police get a lot of calls, right? So yeah. everybody's like, hey, guess what? We have very similar cases. Thanks for putting out a bolo because guess what? We need help too. Yeah. There were nine different states that responded to this, to this inquiry about similar cases, and they all had very eerily similar circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so they all pulled their resources together and began to take a deep dive into the investigation of each one of their cases to determine if they had a serial killer on their hands. You do. The answer is yes. 100%. Yeah. So now Illinois detectives revealed that they had a suspect in Mark Helmig's case. And that suspect was a man by the name of William K. Gottney. Okay. Who happened to have the nickname of Freight Train Bill. (laughs) <laughs> Why Bill? Oh, William. Yeah, yeah got yeah, yeah. it, got it. Freight train Bill. Freight that's train the Bill. best you could come up with. That's what he came up with it on his own. Not boxcar Bill. No, freight train. Freight train. Actually, it was just like freight train. I threw in Bill because I was like, that's kind of weird. Freight Actually, train. I think they said it a couple times. I don't really fucking. Call boxcar Bill. Call oh. bullet Bill. Well, because he was a freight train Bill. Because he also hung out in boxcars. Yeah, he did. I guess, or he hid bodies there. Yeah. So he was a transient or hobo or whatever you want to call him homeless person who traveled the rails and was at the local fair that Mark was at the same day he went missing. Mm -hmm. So this is why he was like a prime suspect. Right. When the team of investigators started to map out these similar murders where the young boys remains were found, they were all near railroad tracks and they started to map out where William was during those times of the murders and everything fucking started to align up perfectly how do they know where he was because they would also track like state fairs and there would be like witness accounts of like yeah he was at the state fair fucking boxcar bill was there but and let me tell you why. Actually, I'll tell you in a minute why he was so memorable. OK. Because oh. it wasn't just that he was a hobo. He was was gonna, it the sad clown makeup? You're going to love it. OK. You're going to fucking love it. All right. So they start mapping out all these day fairs, all the rails and where the bodies are found and everything. And they're like, he's our prime fucking suspect for all of these murders. So yeah. They got a real problem on their hand. <laughs> we got a real problem on our hands. <laughs> got some issues. for are being outsmarted by a freaking oh boxcar bill. Okay, so in one instance, 12-year-old John Handrahan was last seen at a bowling alley where William was also seen. Okay. The young boy went missing and was found beaten to death in a nearby creek. And this creek ran along some local railroad tracks, obviously, and was near a local farm that William had been helping out at at the time of his murder. Because he would, like, help at local ranches or whatever to make a couple bucks. He'd go fucking sling the state fair or whatever the hell you're doing there. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is how he kind of made his money and survived. And then he would just go sleep under some trees. Okay. So basically, with all the cases combined, it was clear that William was their prime suspect. Mm -hmm. In several of the cases, these little encampments, like the chili cans, were found close to where the boys had been murdered. Also... It was found that in a majority of the deaths, the boys had fractured skulls. Like they had been beaten, like I said. Yeah. And possibly with a very similar murder weapon that they couldn't determine. Is it a can opener? (laughs) Am I right? No, it's not. Great guess. It's not a can opener. Is it a shoehorn? (laughs) I'll tell you in just a second. As investigators are combing through the files and everything and trying to find clues in these similar cases, they come across that description again in Jay Darnell's autopsy where they describe The murder weapon. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the detectives working the case used to be a railroad worker. And so he read this description and he was like, fucking Eureka, I got it. I know what it is. Is it a railroad spike? It is. (gasps) And he had a paperweight of a railroad spike. So they pulled it out and they measured it. It matched the measurements perfectly. And they determined that these little boys were being blungeoned to death by the sharp end of a railroad spike. Fuck. That's terrifying. Ugh. mm-hmm, they also happen to know that William carried a railroad spike all the time for protection like that was his form of protection. so we just found the murder weapon. Jesus man, do they have handles? It said it had a flat handle. It's got like a flat inch. it's like a nail, yeah, right like a railroad tie yeah, so it's got like a flat side ish it's yeah, kind of rounded not like a, it, a handle you know? though. but like if you were to stab with it, I guess. I mean, like it would fit at the ba- base part of your pinky if you were to hold it, or like this would be on the top. Achah. Yeah, I guess. Ugh, gross. That yes, sucks. super gross. Oh my god, I can't even. Fucking all I can think about is tennis. Any, yes, which should not be a concern if you're being murdered to death with a railroad tie, but like I just keep thinking of tennis because everyone I've ever seen is super rusted. Yeah, every single one is like covered in dusty rust. Mm. Especially if they've been used as murder weapons. Oh, God. Ugh. Can you just imagine how heavy that would be to carry around all the time in your pocket? Yeah, just like always? Yeah. But he probably has a big old hobo coat. <laughs> okay, well, in the documentary, he wore bell bottoms. So that was an unexpected twist. That is an unexpected twist. <laughs> but like the elephant bell bottoms covered the your whole But it is the 70s. Shoe. Yeah. But they had like daisies in between, too. I was like, that's very festive. It is the 70s. He I know. It was probably at Woodstock's. I don't know when that was. Yeah, I don't know. 60s? I don't know. 70s? I don't know. Okay, so now William. He got his nickname Freight Train because... He was a hobo who would hop rides on the local train lines all the time. Like, yeah. he always knew where they were going and everything. <laughs> William was also known to travel the U.S. in box trains, hitching rides on any train that flew by to whisk him away to his new home. Ooh. Once he would arrive to a suitable location, he would often get odd jobs around town and find work at local fairs, like I was explaining. Yeah. He was known around he was town- a carny. Yeah, he was a carny, basically. He was known around town as the lovable hobo, and he was borderline obsessed with trains. Little kids loved him because he could make a horn fucking train whistle noise with his throat. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Like, oh, oh, he could do that shit (laughs) with his throat. So can I? (laughs) No, you can't. (laughs) No, you cannot. Oh, my God. I guess, like... (laughs) It, it was so good and so loud that it felt like you were standing right next to a train, <laughs> which kills me on the inside to say this. And so the little kids would get so excited and they'd be like, free train, Bill, Freight train, Bill, make a train whistle. And he'd go, oh, and like they get all excited. And he would also do other imitations like a baby's crying, which terrifies me. <laughs> and like car a horns. shitty party trick. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why he went with a cartoon horn, but like, you know, that was his thing. <laughs> all right. So, totally not creepy at all. He was just a normal hobo guy just floating around the s- state fair going, making on. noises. Oh! <laughs> attracting all the kids like a yeah. little Pied Piper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. That's fucked up. Exactly. He knew, like I said, he knew all of the trains and all of the names of the lines and everything. And he could literally be in any state at any time, whatever. He could be on the other side of the country in just a few days. In fact, he often was. Like, he would go to California and then he'd end up in Nebraska and fucking Arizona, wherever the fuck he wanted to go. Jesus. Just hop a train. That's a lot of sitting, you know? I mean, if you're in one of those open boxcars, that would be yeah. kind cool. I'm pretty sure that's what he, like, fucking would run and jump on. I'm thinking, like, Hunger Games status. Mm-hmm. Was that Hunger Games? Most Divergent. Divergent. Anyway, so, yeah, he knew how to do that. Wow. Yeah, I know. He was also, big surpriser here, he was a known alcoholic. What? <laughs> yeah. Not Boxcar Bill. Uh, boxcar fucking Bill, a.k.a. Freight Train Bill. He would frequent the fairgrounds anytime there was a fair in town. Gather up all the kids. So, because of this, though, the police now, they have a lead, right? They're like, we need to go get fucking Freight Train Bill- and there was a fair coming to town, and so that's how they were going to catch him. Like, okay, we're going to go to the fucking fair and pick up freight train bill. Because otherwise it's like, where the fuck is he? Oh. We don't know. He lives wherever the fuck the train is. We're going to stake out a, a fair? Yep. Are they going to put out bait? They did, kind is of. They really? They kind of did, which is a little heartbreaking. But let me tell you the story. Okay. So now it's 1979. We're in Springfield, Illinois. There's a state fair coming. And they're okay. like, we're going to fucking get freight train bill. So in comes the state fair, and here comes freight train bill. And investigators follow him for two fucking days, and all he did was drink and make train noises. <laughs> <laughs> I should not be laughing. Tell like, me. What the fuck? Tell me you wouldn't have been like, let's hang out with this guy. <laughs> no, I would have been terrified. Right. You would have Aaron, been terrified. Erin. Yes? Nine-year-old me. No, but, I mean now. Today oh, you. Oh, now I mean sure. today you. For sure now. I'd be like, what is that, a railroad spike? You probably want to wear my skin, huh? And he'd be like, ah today you, if we were at a fair and there was a dude making train noises, you'd be like, my best friend can do that. <laughs> I would. I would. And then I'd make you do it nonstop, dead serious. And I would never give away that I thought you were terrible. <laughs> Just to make freight trainville uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so he's just making whistle sounds. Right. And then on the second day, towards the end of the day, a young boy comes up to William and he started chatting with the boy and they started to walk off together, like away from the fairgrounds towards the railroad tracks. Fucking hell, man. Right. No, my baby. So the plan was they were going to let him get to the railroad tracks and then they were going to, like, arrest him. But the young boy's father was paying attention and noticed that William was walking away with his son and he confronted him and was like, what the fuck? Leave my kid alone. Don't touch him. Get the fuck away, you weirdo. Like, don't do any of this shit. Oh my right? my That dad saved his kid's life. Seriously. I mean, yeah. potentially the cops would have also done but it. But, like, what if the cops hadn't have been there? So this boy but got yeah. super lucky and he was safe. So this little incident, along with the ton of circumstantial evidence, was enough for Nebraska to issue warrants for William. Mm -hmm. And I believe the warrants were for the murders of John Simpson and Jacob Serber. And the police arrested him before he hopped on the train. So I know it's kind of confusing. There were a lot of boys I mentioned. But, like, I think the two that went to the fairgrounds together were the ones that Nebraska arrested him on. I don't know 100%. It's a little muddy. But either way, they arrest him and they're like, we're going to have a fucking chat with you because mm-hmm. you've got some things going on. You can't just do that. Right. So the first thing they do with William when he's in custody is and they give beat him a— the shit out of him. Oh, what? No. <laughs> no, they give him a polygraph test. Okay. Which he failed. Yeah. Well. Mm, yeah. They don't really mean much, but— Yeah. So they decide next to interrogate him. And they were really worried about his mental capacity to withstand the interrogation because it was obvious there was something off with his mental health. Like, one, he's an alcoholic. Two, he just runs around talking to kids making freight train noises. So, like, I'm sure also— not mentally stable. Yeah, like, there were other clues, and he's murdering people. But they Mm -hmm. were like, we're going to go real gentle and soft with him with these questions. And they basically took turns questioning William— and when if he would ever say, like, he got a headache or he was tired, they would stop and let him rest. And then they'd come back and begin questioning him. And he started to figure out that if he said he had a headache, they would stop the interrogations. But they literally just stuck with it. And they, like, slow and easy wins the race. And everybody interrogated him. And at the end of every person's turn to ask him questions, all of them left 100 percent convinced that he was the guy who murdered their victim that they were trying to solve the case for hmm Like, without a doubt in their mind. He basically would explain all of the interactions that he had with each one of the boys. Like, they'd be like, hey, do you know who Marty is? Like, Marty Lancaster. He went missing at the state fair, and he'd be like, yeah, I talked to him. Yeah, I hung out with him. Yeah, I gave him candy. Yeah, he said he wanted to go for a ride on a railroad car, and I was going to take him for a ride on a railroad car, but I didn't kill him. And they're like, okay, but, like, eyewitnesses saw you talking to the boy and, like, saw... Like they confronted you and you said that you're going to take him for a ride and then he went missing and he'd be like, yeah, I did all of that, but I didn't kill him. I definitely didn't kill him. I know that. I know I didn't kill him. I would never kill him. He was so nice. I gave him candy like that kind of shit. Jesus. Mm -hmm. But he's like, yeah, I know all of those people. And also I brought them to trains. Absolutely. Admitted to being like the last people to last person to contact these boys. Jesus. In many cases. So obviously Home Dude needed a lawyer, but also like it's pretty evident we got this guy, right? Yeah. And so eventually as the interrogation continues, William starts to say things like, well, maybe like bad William got to him. Like I always try to protect the boys because I'm good, William. I'm Good Bill, whatever. But like bad William, sometimes I can't control him. So he could have done it. Yeah. Oh. But they never get like a clear confession. But basically, he's going off with these like multiple personality type. Yeah. Deal. Something like that. Oh. Mm hmm. Listen, I know that that's like real. Yeah. That that's a thing. Mm hmm. I just can't, my brain can't like. Wrap around it. Fathom it. it. Yeah. Well, And it's really hard to forgive somebody of that when your bad side is so bad that you're murdering young boys and like sodomizing them and leaving them for dead. And you're killing them with a fucking railroad spike.
1: Well, yeah. Jesus
0: Christ. Yeah. That's pretty fucking intense. And I know that it's like mental health stuff and. Plus Maybe he was drinking needs and, help or medication and all that kind of stuff. But I should also mention that he was a vet and he was like in and out of the VA mm. and would go missing for chunks of time. Like, I think they were trying to medicate him and help him. But then he he was literally a transient person. Like he would just jump on a train and disappear forever. And then he wouldn't be on his meds forever. So yeah. it was like unchecked mental health That's on fucking top rough, of man. some shit. Yeah. All right. So like I said, he's like, that was probably bad, William. So the police are like, yeah, for fucking sure, 100%, this is our guy. So they decided that they wanted to try to make him mad to see if they could see Bad William come out. And they did everything they could, but he was just chill the whole fucking time. Like, he never got mad. He was calm the entire time. Bad William never came out. Also, it was stated that he would only ever get mad if people made fun of his living situation. Like, if they called him a dirty hobo or anything like that, then he would get mad and start fights. So they bring up Robbie Mann and mention that he was found stomped to death on the railroad tracks like in the river, the one that like he was thrown over the mm-hmm. rail side or whatever. And they asked if he knew anything about his death. And then William started to talk about in Topeka, Kansas, how that one kid at the bowling alley who had gone missing had followed him out of the bowling alley and was basically calling him names like a hobo and everything. And then he kind of got a little heated and was like, yeah, I don't like that. Like that really pissed me off. And I try to protect him from bad William, but I guess I just couldn't do it. But they never get him to fully admit that he murdered anybody. hmm But after the interrogations, like I said, everybody is like, 100% we got this person. Let's send him to trial. But he was found to be incompetent to stand trial. Okay. So they couldn't even try him for all of these murders. He was sent to a mental treatment facility in Lincoln, Nebraska, and he was later transferred to a mental facility in Wisconsin. So the police eventually lose touch with William. Uh, Until one day they heard that he had just fucking walked away from the facility in Wisconsin. Like he wasn't even like locked up for sure. It was like he just left. Walked away. And then the facility immediately contacted the police? Well, I don't really know exactly how it went, but the police eventually did find him, and they picked him up and took him back to the institution. And they had to do this several times because he kept just leaving. Bro. Then one time, he was caught molesting a nine-year-old girl, and oh. that was when he was sentenced to an institution in Topeka, Kansas. So he was, like, literally sentenced there. Like, you cannot leave. Yeah. you not in prison. Or whatever. But, like, you have to stay here because you're not safe for society. Yeah. All investigators involved said that there is no doubt in their mind that William Gottney was responsible for all of the murders and probably several others that they were trying to solve. Mm -hmm. Although the police had a clear suspect, they couldn't get a conviction because he was found incompetent to stand trial. So it was like the police... The investigators that were being interviewed, they were like, this is one of those most infuriating cases because the best thing that can happen in a homicide case is to get a conviction. And we couldn't even get that because of his mental capacity. Like this guy was running around for years for like, I don't know, four or five years killing little boys right under our noses. And we still can't do anything about it. That sucks. Homicide investigators believe that William is responsible for upwards of 15 adolescent male murders between the years of 1974 and 1979. Jesus. And that is the end of that. And you can thank Jonathan for that shit because evidently he knew about a hobo clown killing people with fucking railroad spike and it terrified the shit out of him. And so he was like, you got to terrify the shit out of everybody else. Did he live there? I don't know, but I kind of think it was during like his fucking childhood years or pretty close to there because it was like close enough to where he was like, that's terrifying. Yeah. Which I find it terrifying now, but like the odds of finding a hobo running around with a railroad spike near some railroad trains in my life are very slim. Mm. Like maybe the trolley, sure. Different, different homeless by the trolley. <laughs> yeah, they're more just like strung out on drugs and want to be left alone. Yeah, they don't really try to approach you, especially not with cool train noises. <laughs> that if, can you imagine them making like a trolley horn sound? Have you ever been honked at by a trolley? I mean, I've been by a trolley when they honk. I've been honked at aggressively what were by you a doing? trolley. Turning right on a no right. Oh, and they were like, "Don't fucking do that, because I will blast you." And I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. "Fair, <laughs> sorry, yeah, great idea. I yeah. will not do that." Yeah. Anyway, okay, so that's my fucking fucked up case. Yeah, fuck. That was impressive. Thanks. Well, um, before you sing us out, we should mention we have two packages here. Yes, that we're gonna open. That we're gonna open after you sing us out from and... April and Molly. I'm so excited. I am, too. Okay, so if you want to check all pictures pertaining to this case, go to isgdpodcast.com. While you're there, please click through to join us on Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you get an extra episode every week. For as little as $10, you can get an extra—no, I said extra episode every week. That's wrong. Every month. (laughs) Here, listen, guys. $1 every month. Gets you one episode every month. Every month, $10. $10. Gets you weekly video episodes. Mm -hmm. All the -the behind-the-scenes content. You will hear us questioning uh, what words you are and are not allowed to say anymore. Yeah, it's pretty offensive. You should come join us. It's Mm -hmm. really fun. Because that probably won't make it in the actual episode. No, because it's too offensive. Also, you can see the super sweet shirt that Erin got me with her face on it. I did get her a super sweet shirt with my face on it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, also, while you're there, go buy some of our merch. Go show everybody your favorite podcast and tell the world. About us, hell yeah! Please also subscribe, rate, and review. I'm gonna throw that in here because we always forget to say it. Yep, go tell us how wonderful you think you we are. You are all of us are. Uh, I think you're wonderful too. Yep. If you want to join us on social media, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and TikTok at ISGD Podcast. On the Facebooks, we got a Facebook group going called the Goddamn Pod Group. And come join us. Basically, the only fucking qualifiers, you gotta be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. You should email us at isgdpodcast at And if you would like to snail mail us, like Molly and April did, hell you. Yeah. You could do that at P.O. Box 2764 Spring Valley, California, 91979. Woo woo! Okay, <coughs> let's open this shit. I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, this is from April. It is a box. Whoa, it smells. Oh good my god, in there. I'm so excited. Brandon says this is her brand. Brandon said. That box smells really strong, and I was like, "No, it's the candle Stacy bought me." <laughs> Did not smell the box to determine. It was the box. <gasps> what is it? Rinse free hand wash. <gasps> is that just hand sanitizer? Citrus herbs scent number three. Holy shit! This smells fucking delightful. Holy spirit! Activate. What? Just Why gonna wash my so hands nice real quick. Oh my God. Ooh, ooh, it's soft. Ooh, it smells really good. Don't smell it right away. It kind of smelled like Oh my god, that smells amazing. It smells really good, but it kind of smells like high school when I would get drunk cuz it has that little hint of alcohol in it and you're like Yeah, what that's what is why I that? said don't smell it right away. What is that <laughs> lemon? <gone> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's a lemon vodka? Hell yeah. This Thanks. smells fucking amazing.
1: She's okay, looking out for okay. us.
0: She's like, "You okay. know what? You need to wash your hands, bitch. She knows She's I'm the like, dirty it's one." It's fucking COVID times. Ooh, let's oh see that. It says Merry Christmas. Thank you, April. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to my ho-ho homies. <laughs> <laughs> she takes such good care of us. How do you say this, brand Pomifera. Pomifera? Pomifera. Pomifera. P- pomifera. <laughs> Prometheus and Bob. Kaboom. Mm, it says, happy holidays to you beautiful ladies. Just a Aww. small token of my appreciation. Aww. Thank you for bringing the laughter and distraction to those of us who need it. I hope you have a lot of drinks and gummies to ring in the new year. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's tomorrow. But listen. Go into the new year quietly, single file, face forward, no wandering eyes. We need 2022 to be kind. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's cute. Okay, listen, I'm going to do this. Because uh-huh, we're getting two. Be- yeah, I didn't get enough. I only did one. Okay. I need my hands clean. Clean. Here, Wait, there's more. Oh, so the palette. Yeah. What's the. Sh- I, wait, love I love when more. everybody gives us like two oh, of hell, everything. Oh, yeah. <gasps> dim lips, though. <laughs> 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 uh, oh my god how cute is this it's peppermint oh this is scent number 13 oh my god i could rub this on my body literally you don't need any aim look how massive this shit is mm. this Ooh, is like a super good. soaker tampon size jesus christ <laughs> super you know, soaker tampon you know what i'm talking about mm, unfortunately yes i do <laughs> we're moms now <laughs> oh my god i love this stuff Here's another one. I don't know. I fucking love it on my lips. Love it on my lips. It does taste really good. What is this? (laughs) I feel so special, like a mom being pampered. How fucking sweet is this? (gasps) What is it? Is it a tincture? It's lemongrass and jasmine. This one's scent number twelve. I got scent number twenty one. What? Lavender and rosemary. Oh, I got lemongrass and jasmine. That's what probably more appropriate for you because you don't like lavender, right? That's I fair. I love lavender. It's a beneficial essential oil-packed freshener you not only control, but can reuse and recharge. Oh my when you god, decide. smell the wooden thing. Or am I just smelling the oil? Oh. Oh! Oh my god! It smells <gasps> so good. Dispense as much or as little onto the tag and allow it to saturate. Hang from your mirror and breathe in the calming <gasps> or energizing scent. Does it go your in your choice. car? I think so. Oh, Recharge I'm so charged with more oil whenever you need a boost. How fucking cool is that? Oh my god! I'm so excited. So there's lavender and rosemary, and then there's lemongrass and jasmine. I, I have lavender and rosemary. I don't know what they do. Like, you know how they're what like, this one's calming. Oh. This one's a stressful. Lavender flavor. for sure is calming. Do not smell it directly from the pipette. Hot, hot that, tip. That does not sound I'm gonna good. I'm going to put it on my wood. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. This is the fanciest fucking, you know, I normally get. Ooh. Ooh. And by normally, I mean one time I got some essential oils uh-huh. to put in my diffuser. And I bought the cheapest motherfucking pack. Uh-huh. So it does not smell good when it diffuses. Ooh. So I'm excited to have real stuff. Brandon's really into essential oils, so he's actually probably going to be super pumped for this. Really? Yeah. Is that weird? No, I love it. I mean, Brandon and I are the same fucking human. I know. That's why you're my best friend. I know. I'll marry this one because, you know, my parents will be happy. you like dick. <laughs> I got no dick. Oh How my you, God, I'm going to put this in my car. It smells so good. April, thank you thank so much. Thank you so much. This is so fucking sweet. I want to put it in my car. You're going to. I am going to. Okay, let's do Molly's. Okay. Uh, April, thank you. I have to pack this back up nicely. Otherwise, I will hate myself later. Okay. That's a whole thing. You deal with that. I will. You going to open Molly's? I love that journey for you. Hell yeah, open Molly's. Okay, everybody, fun fact about Molly. Uh, She was my wedding photographer. (laughs) Did you say (laughs) photographer? Photographer. time. y'all got a photographer. (laughs) Hell yeah, she was. And in her little... In her little fucking lens case that she carried around, she held my lipstick for me. I will forever love her for that. And also it's fucking Molly. She's amazing. She is amazing. Mike's pretty cool too, but Mike's I Molly's way cooler than Mike. (laughs) (laughs) But together they are the dream team. I know. I love it. Okay, I can't believe she sent something. I'm so excited! How is that? Oh, I still have her card. I'm um, hiding. I'm hiding the address. From I the tried camera. to do that for April too. Thank you for the card. I forgot to show Stacy. It's. Currently at my house, hung up on my fucking phone. Oh, I didn't get board. to see it. So sorry about Maybe that. Maybe you should put another one in here. But I appreciate it. <gasps> to the coolest, funniest, prettiest goddamn ladies ever. Molly! <laughs> You're so sweet. We need to hang out more. <laughs> or like ever. <laughs> yeah, right? If <laughs> I can hang out with your brother all the goddamn time, why don't you show up? Get a day away. She's you like, know? I have fucking kids, man. I know. Fucking pretty. Well, it's bring hard. your kids, man. Our kids need to be besties. Duh. Bring them over. We will toss them to the wind. And we will drink, <laughs> just drink to our hearts. Content. Content. We will drink seltzers. <laughs> Ooh. <gasps> what is it? Oh my god! Oh gosh. my god, it's a novel. It is a novel. December. I love that. 2020 writing. Hi, Stacey and Erin. It's Molly, Hi. Mike's scary older sister. Hi. Ah, that's right. <laughs> that's you. I was terrified. <laughs> and one of your wedding photographers. It's like she knows us how we know her. <laughs> In case you don't remember me. <laughs> She said, I will never forget the sheer terror on your faces when Stacey got stuck putting on her wedding dress. Do you remember that? No. I remember that. I... I almost died on my wedding day oh no because honestly, it did not traumatize me as much no it did not and I almost killed you because you were trying to pull it down and I was like I am stuck in here but it was like the kind that you like fucking weave on yeah Yeah. and we didn't loosen enough and you guys pulled it over my head and I was stuck like a pencil yeah couldn't get it further down and you were just yanking and ripping and I was like no the other way we gotta go the other way like I need out of this now (laughs) like you know how your knees can't be bent and then you guys just left me and I'm like get me out of here like it was my one Bridezilla moment of like almost dying. We ripped it off, and my hair was all fucked up, and I had just had it all done. And oh I was no. like, I just want to lay down for a minute because I think hilarious. I almost died. I don't remember that at all. She probably was watching me, like, she's gonna kill us all. She's like you Uh-oh. just ripped her hair she's out. She's stressed, and I was probably drunk. <laughs> I think I started drinking like that morning. Yeah, I yeah. I wasn't, but it's was probably my wedding day, so I was like, yeah. nervous. I mean, I don't remember being drunk. Like I remember, I was drunk I f- later. I feel like I remember your whole wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, she says, "Thanks for all the hard work on the podcast. I look forward to your episodes every week and enjoy your goddamn's and funny." commentary as much as as the interesting stories i can't imagine how much work goes into making it all happen and you're both working parents so badass i love her hell yeah the pandemic has been hard on me mentally Duh, Duh. like with everybody she wrote that i didn't just say that (laughs) (laughs) you're like yeah (laughs) stop complaining (laughs) mental problems (laughs) welcome to the fucking club who started therapy in 2021 this girl (laughs) anyway your podcast has given me something to look forward to uh listen to when i'm It says over, but you put parentheses, so it looks like it says cover. Oh. (laughs) Folding endless laundry. Jesus fucking Christ. No joke. And doing never-ending dishes. Thanks for keeping me entertained when I'm stuck at home. You ladies are amazing. Keep that shit up. I hope these fit. Okay, I'm not reading the rest because it's giving away what's in here. Oh, my God. Okay. (gasps) What is it? Ooh. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Do you know what it is? No. Okay, let's go, Molly. You're so sweet. I'm so excited. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god, how cute is that? Really thinking about food or serial killers. <laughs> oh my god, these are so how cute. cute. Is that? Oh, it's really soft. I too. know. Well, I just got so many clothes today. <gasps> oh my god, I want I to wear Aaron. this tomorrow, but I have to wear Aaron's face on New Year's. I'll wear this tomorrow. Okay. That way, we won't be in the same thing. Oh. Well, do you have this? No. Oh, okay. I'll wear this. <laughs> got you. That way we won't be in the same place. I got thing. you. Okay, here. <clears throat> oh, okay. Oh, is it chopsticks? Oh my God, April, your scent is everywhere and it smells beautiful. Oh, you got it hung up over like there. chopsticks. I'm so I know calm. what they are because I read or something. I didn't read all of it though. You know what it is? It says. Oh my god! How many times did this? Oh my god! Look at this bookmark. What it oh. looks like blood. It does look like blood. She said the bookmarks are from an Etsy shop, Lady and Lass, and the shirts are from Lemon Design Tees, also Etsy. How cool is oh that? Oh my god! It, it looks like blood on my book. It feels like it. What? Oh it, it feels does. silly. How fun! Thank you. It's a little blood splatter bookmark. Thank you, Molly. I actually have a book to put this in. I do, too. That I am currently Turtles reading. Turtles all the way I just down. Just get lost it. <gasps> do you like it? I have only read one single chapter. I've been so busy sleeping. Yeah. I'm losing so so far, yes, I love it. Thank you, Molly and April. Thank you, guys. You are guys. You're so fucking sweet. Why do people... Why are they so nice? <laughs> I am thinking about food and serial killers. <laughs> why has it got to be Or... <laughs> It is or, huh? What the fuck's up with that? Okay. Thanks, guys, if you stuck around for this. We fucking love you. Fucking love you. Fucking love you, bro. Bye. Bye.